0: Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and today we're going to be reviewing the best Godzilla movie of all time. Godzilla. The 1998 American version, and yes, I know it's not the best one of all time. It is April 1st and April Fools. Yes, I know that was corny. Sue me. Um, Actually, you could fight Eddie. He says that you all are a bunch of pansies, and you won't do jack shit to him. So there you do with that as you will. Uh, but yes, today's movie that I am going to be reviewing is the 1998 version of Godzilla. Personally speaking, this movie kind of has a soft spot,, ah, soft spot in my heart because I grew up on it. Uh, I was born in '94, so I was four years old when this movie came out. And what can I say? When you watch something that you're very small and too small to understand, you become impressionable. And you end up liking it. So, sue me. A brief synopsis of the movie. In the wake of extensive nuclear testing in the southern Pacific Ocean, the low-profile scientist Nick Tatopoulos is summoned by the U.S. Army to shed light on the mysterious attack on a fishing ship and ominous sightings of a gargantuan sea dragon. Before long, a mutated scaly nightmare in the shape of Godzilla, a massive and all-powerful radioactive sauroid threatens to level the rain-soaked New York City. Against the backdrop of a crippling bureaucracy and the military's futile attempts to stop the invincible beast from the ocean, now it's up to Nico, the cryptic insurance agent, Philippe, the determined reporter audrey and her brave cameraman victor to put an end to godzilla's reign of terror before it's too late yes i know that synopsis makes it sound better than what it actually was but um i mean personally speaking i liked it uh (laughs) first a little back story to the movie it was made by roland emmerich and if you're wondering who roland emmerich is have you been living under a rock Because he's probably one of the more famous directors for disaster movies. Um, The most notable movie uh, before this one that he did was Independence Day. So he did this movie mostly because they kind of said, you do this movie, you can do whatever you want afterwards. And he was like, alright. But, thing is, Roland Emmerich kind of did not like Godzilla. Kind of told the Japanese to go fuck themselves. Uh, by ignoring them. Uh, he was kind of a piece of shit when it came to the Godzilla property. Um, yeah, like, so this movie has a, I never knew a lot of the backstory about this movie. Um, Toho Productions, who created Godzilla, uh, sent them a packet of what they can and can't do with Godzilla. Uh, they kind of ignored the majority of it, kind of told them to go fuck themselves Um, and it just started a real big pissing contest between, uh, Roland Emmerich, um, with his producers and they were basically fighting with fans in the early days of the internet because there was a message board created by, uh, the studio for this movie and the producers would go on there and tell them, uh, they're wrong. Their opinion sucks. don't know what they're talking about they would get in legitimate petty fights with fans uh it's very interesting um the but yeah fans hated this movie um interesting thing about this movie uh the the marketing for this movie uh the first trailer came out a year before this movie came out and they're kind of just shitting on jurassic park for the most part Uh, Like saying like size does matter Shit like that Uh, The first uh, trailer I believe It was a museum and Godzilla's foot Kind of crushes the T-Rex But yeah the whole marketing Scheme was just kind of shitting on uh, Jurassic Park for the most part Um, Another little fun fact about this movie It was kind of in a uh, a Feud uh, With Armageddon Came out the same year made by Michael Bay um, this movie had a soundtrack more famously led by uh, Puff Daddy, uh, now known as P Diddy, uh, making a specific song for this movie. I remember the song and which led to Armageddon matching this movie and having their own soundtrack that consisted of like 90% Aerosmith. And the opening scene in Armageddon, there's a scene where one of the dogs attacks this these uh, Godzilla toys being sold by this salesman. And basically, Michael Bay just telling Roland Emmerich to go fuck himself. Um, but yeah, there's plenty of beef surrounding this movie. Um, from Toho being mad that um, the Americans kind of just shit all over their property. Um the fans mad that uh Roland Emmerich and the producers just completely disrespected uh Godzilla, did not make him anything close to what he was. I think the only thing that that had any semblance of Godzilla was the fact that it was a mutated lizard. Um but uh other than that there was really no semblance that this was Godzilla or this was even related to Godzilla. Um what I just don't understand was how they were very dismissive of how the Japanese felt about their take on it um I don't want to spend like the whole time talking about like how the Japanese hated it how hardcore fans hated it um but I just want to start off uh this podcast by saying like this movie is very controversial for its time and it's it's odd to me because I mean I really like it Mostly because it holds, like, uh, good feelings behind it for me. Um, and eventually led me to watching the old Godzilla movies. But, I mean, yeah, it's just funny how this movie had so much controversy. And so much so that the director was even taking pot shots at, uh, probably the most famous movie critic of all time, Roger Ebert, by casting... Uh, an actor that looks like Roger Ebert as the mayor of New York City and then uh, another guy as I think his uh, right-hand man who was also Roger Ebert's right-hand man and basically just like making him look like a idiot and Roger Ebert even said like that was petty but I mean come on dude it's pretty funny. And they were just like, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't have Godzilla squish us. And honestly, that would have been hilarious. But yeah, it's funny how much like backstory there is behind this movie. How much pettiness, how much uh, controversy, how much fighting was behind this movie. Uh, but yeah, this, this movie was pretty controversial for its time. It's so surprising to hear, especially nowadays, because... Uh, The new one just came out, uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. Uh, I just saw it with uh, Eddie and our friend. And um, we're going to be reviewing that today, I believe. Uh, So be sure to check that out whenever it comes out. Um, And it's, it's funny to think how far this character has come. And I guess the trust that has been earned... By the Americans from Toho Productions. Because uh, they kind of didn't trust them after this. Um, there's just one other controversy that I want to talk about real quick. Before I end the subject on that one. Uh, was that <laughs> Fruit of the Loom. Uh, the clothing brand lost their license to sell any of the Godzilla stuff. Because they leaked images of Godzilla in 97. And uh, it was funny because... The studio actually gave fake images to see who was going to leak them. And they and lo and behold, Froodloom ended up leaking them. So they lost their license and that was that. Uh, but yeah, so now uh, let's talk about the movie real quick. The movie that that is kind of lost when it comes to talking about Godzilla But yeah, for me, um, first thing I want to say that I love about this movie, I love the setting, I don't know why, for me, this is a perfect movie to watch on a rainy day, because it's always raining in this movie, it's always cold and dark, like, there's only, like, two scenes where, like, you see the sun, um, but for the most part, I love this movie, I love the setting, um, I love how it's just cold, wet, and rainy, and you just kind of want to stay inside and not do jack shit, um, The cast I liked. I thought the cast was really good. Matthew Broderick. uh, 90's Matthew Broderick. I mean the only other movie I could think of. That he was in in the 90's. Was Cable Guy. Um, But I liked him in this movie. It wasn't bad. Um, It's funny like. Looking back at this movie. A lot of the people. I've seen them in stuff. uh, Before. And. Like. There's only one actress that, come to think of it, when I was watching this movie, I was like, I haven't seen her in anything. And it's so strange uh, that you don't see her anymore. And it's the girl that plays Matthew Broderick's girlfriend, um, uh, Maria Patillo. Um, you don't really see her in anything really major. Um, John Renault's in this character. I think he was coming off of doing the professional... Um, uh, Kevin Dunn, you know him from the Transformers movies, playing Shia LaBeouf's dad, uh, Hank Arzaria, uh, very famous for playing Moe on The Simpsons, uh, he's come out in various movies, uh, as well, but yeah, those are pretty much the more famous of the cast members, um, Other than that, it's pretty much just Matthew Broderick. And this movie was specifically wrote... Like, it was ah, specifically written with him in mind to be in it. So, that's... Hey, that's a a lot of star power to have. Um, But, yeah. What I liked about this movie was the setting, the cast. Uh, I thought Godzilla looked fine. I mean, for what it was... uh, I didn't really have too many quarrels. Maybe a little bit bigger. uh, But as far as that goes... I didn't think he was looking ugly or anything. The special effects, I thought, still held up pretty decently. Uh, I was watching it in 4K, and I thought it was pretty fine. Um, I don't hate the take that they took with this uh, version of Godzilla. I thought it was decent. Um, but, yeah, once I watched, like, the older ones where he had, like, the, the atomic breath and he's fighting different monsters... That's when you're like... Oh, okay. Now I get it. Um, Another... I mean... I'm trying to think like... For this movie to come out after Independence Day... I mean, obviously it's not a great movie. Uh, It's very hated. But it did make money. Um, It's funny that this was the movie that Emmerich did after... I mean, Armageddon. After Independence Day. And he only did it for the sole purpose of being able to choose whatever he wanted to do after that so that's <laughs> that's pretty funny um the special effects look decent uh re-watching this movie in 4k i was just like well i'm surprised the effects aren't like too shitty because usually when they um upgrade movies to 4k uh they end up coming out a little bit wonky uh but this one actually looked pretty fine uh the the whole mayor ebert uh being Roger Ebert, that whole deal, I loved it, I thought it was hilarious, that was petty at, at its best, um, props to Roland Emmerich, to just giving the finger to Roger Ebert, especially when the dudes had horrible takes on a lot of movies, but, you know what, fuck you Roger Ebert, what are you gonna do, fight me, you're dead, uh, the chase sequence, I loved the chase sequence throughout the movie, Uh, near the end but before that I love the Madison Square Garden sequence where they go in to destroy uh the the eggs of Godzilla which I thought that was a pretty good take I thought the fact that Godzilla had eggs and was creating offspring I thought that was a really interesting take and I thought that would have done really well in a sequel so props to them on that one uh the chase sequence great when Godzilla finds out that they killed all their all her kids And she's about to murder all of them. Great. The Baby Godzillas, I loved. I thought that was an awesome take on it. I really would have loved to see what would have happened with that. Um, I know that uh, the the Lost sequel was supposed to be that they were taking the last Baby Godzilla egg to Sydney, Australia. And then the movie was going to take place there. But again, Lost sequel didn't happen. Um, but yeah, those are pretty much the the pros I had for the movie. Um, and as far as cons go. How did Godzilla get from French Polynesia? Because that's where they're doing all the nuclear testing in the movie. And that's where he got mutated and turned into the big lizard. How, are they, how did he get from French Polynesia to New York City? He would have had to swim past either all the way around the world from asia to new york city going around africa or swimming around brazil uh, not brazil south america to get to new york city that doesn't make any sense at all i get it it's a monster movie why are you nitpicking you know what fight me man i don't care it's really dumb when you start to think about it so you know what whatever um, but yeah, that was one of the f- things I started to think about, even as a kid, I was like, wait a minute, but no, like, thinking about it now, when I was watching I was like, how the fuck did he get from French Polynesia to New York City, because he's also attacking, uh, ships around French Polynesia, uh, or in the Pacific Ocean, so, like, I was just like, that doesn't make any fucking sense, but whatever, um... Godzilla doesn't have any powers. In this movie, he's just a lizard. Uh, so that's kind of of a letdown, especially when you start watching the older ones. And you can see why the fans got really upset at the fact that they did that shit. Um, so yeah, that that's a little bit of a bummer. Like, they, Roland Emmerich did, like, one thing where it was, like, to suffice for the fans. And it was when... Uh, it was when Godzilla was chasing, uh, Matthew Broderick and his crew, and he shoots out breath, uh, power breath, as they called it, and it basically makes a bunch of cars explode, looking like it caused atomic breath, uh, fuck you for that, for (laughs) kind of undermining the fans, I mean, like, what, you want your fucking atomic breath, here's your fucking atomic breath, that is, (laughs) ooh, that was a, that was very annoying. <laughs> um, my other con for this movie, Roland Emmerich is a world class dildo for being a, such a fucking prick when it came to disrespecting Godzilla. Like just reading like all the shit that he was doing and all the shit that he was saying to fans and to Toho, it's like, wow, dude, you're a real fucking asshole for that. Um, yeah, the fans hated this movie. <laughs> that was that's in my other that's in my cons list the fans absolutely hated this movie and the fact that the producers were getting into it with the fans on uh message boards is hilarious and then also the fact that uh, that a bunch of the producers got on like radio shows and tv shows after the fact the years after the fact. And they were just like, man, yeah, we fucked up. Like, looking back at it, it's just, we get it. Like, we get why people hated it. And it just... I mean, of course, man. Of course you fucked it up. And these people have something that that's very precious to them. And you kind of just pissed on it. Um, and I get, like, you're going to go to bat for, for your creation. But, hey, man, when you're fighting with the fans... I get it, sometimes fans can be annoying, but in this instance, the fans were definitely right. Um, In my cons list after that, uh, yeah, the directors and producers were constantly fighting with the fans about this movie, and just the fact that they just kind of ignored the source material, and just thought that they knew better. Um, But, like I said, uh, this movie for me is not completely bad um I do enjoy this movie I just sat down and watched it it was two hours and 18 minutes uh, and I very much enjoyed every minute of it um don't get me wrong like I understand that it has its faults but i hey man call me crazy but I really do like this movie it's just it's as a soft spot in my heart um I thought the cast did well I thought the The story had some twists and turns that, hey, actually worked. Um, I will say, like, the fact that it had those uh, baby godzillas, I thought that was the redeeming factor for the movie. Because it was actually pretty interesting to see them, like, uh, go through Madison Square Garden and try not to die. Um, But yeah, uh, for the most part, I really like this movie. Um I'm re-watching Godzilla movies because of Godzilla vs. Kong and rewatching this one. I was supposed to record this with Eddie, but he's a piece of shit and he never sticks to his plans. Uh, yeah, that's a shot at you, Eddie. Uh, I'm sorry, but as the president of the rollback, I have to call you out on this. So uh, fight me, uh, you little Nancy boy, baby girl. Uh, but yeah, that is it, everybody. That is the podcast for today. Please check us out on our link tree below. Check out our website, therollback.net, where we have our written reviews. Check out our YouTube page, our Google page, our OnlyFans. Everything that has anything to do with us, check it out. Please. I believe Eddie also made an Instagram page. Uh, if only he would do his job and upgrade the link tree and put those links on there, that'd be great. But who knows? I don't know. Maybe y'all should write them. Uh, maybe you'll to fight him he also I, like I said he calls you all a bunch of pansies and I wouldn't do that because I love you all I love the fans but yeah that is it everybody this is The Rollback and this was your Wednesday Rewind got it